We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The top stories from the KCBS Radio Newsroom. This is the All Local. I'm Jeff Bell. I'm Patty Rising. Here's what's happening. State Senator Scott Weiner is once again trying to increase dense housing near transit and jobs. A revised version of his bill, SB 50, allows for more local control in implementing the changes. But as KCBS's Margie Schaefer reports from Oakland, it remains a controversial bill. Protesters interrupted bill author Scott Weiner and a number of SB 50 supporters on the steps of Oakland City Hall. California has a 3.5 million home shortage, and Weiner explains this legislation aims to change that. So what we're doing is opening up an enormous amount of land for affordable housing and apartment buildings. And, in, and that's why when the San Francisco Planning Department analyzed the bill, it concluded that SB 50 would lead to a big increase in affordable housing. This is an affordable housing bill. This bill has the support of Mayor Libby Schaaf, State Senator Nancy Skinner, and Assemblyman Ash Kolra, but protesters, including Moms for Housing co-founder Dominic Walker, disagree. No, we don't support SB 50. We, we don't need more housing. We need them to be affordable. There's not a scarcity of housing in Oakland. Moms for Housing claims there are four vacant homes for every one homeless person in Oakland. The amended bill allows for more flexibility, allowing cities to create their own local plans. In Oakland, Margie Schaefer, KCBS. Two San Francisco hotels plan to open their doors to more than 150 homeless or formerly homeless adults by the spring. KCBS's Carrie Hudasek reports from the Abigail Hotel, that's uh, near City Hall. The Abigail is one of two vacant hotels undergoing renovations in preparation of opening 62 units here and 89 units at the Post Hotel in the Union Square area. San Francisco Mayor London Breed says they're funding these spaces to help people get back on track for those who don't need social services anymore but still need a roof over their heads. Really focusing on providing opportunities for people to step up and to be independent and to be able to take care of themselves is important. But we know affordability is challenging and it takes really a village to make opportunities like this possible. This tenant at the Bristol Hotel says he's doing better than ever. Supportive housing does work. I was in supportive housing for seven years and I got the opportunity to move to the newly remodeled Bristol Hotel. And uh, I love it. It's, uh, it's a home for me, and I don't expect to leave anytime soon. City officials say each night they provide shelter to over 13,000 homeless or formerly homeless people across the community, and that the numbers are only continuing to grow. In San Francisco, Carrie Hudasek, KCBS. Members of the Bay Area's Puerto Rican community deeply worried about the recent earthquakes in their native land. Many have been in contact with relatives and friends back home. KCBS's Jeffrey Shaw went to a famous Puerto Rican restaurant in Oakland to speak with the owner who traveled to the island after Hurricane Maria two years ago. Jose Ortiz is the chef owner of La Perla Puerto Rican cuisine, and he's worried. This brings a lot of bad memory. So what happened with Hurricane Maria, because I was there, I was a first responder 
with American Red Cross for Hurricane Maria, and I spent a whole month feeding my people. Jose says he's been in touch with the Red Cross, which is already in place, as is FEMA, he says. He says residents are in constant fear because there have been several earthquakes and more might occur. Ortiz adds that after Hurricane Maria, residents built their homes high in the air to avoid flooding. Now many of those structures have collapsed. Remember, most of these buildings, they're not quit for earthquake. You know, and I think that that had to do of the protocol or of the governor of Puerto Rico that they don't demand um, people when they're doing construction to comply. Ortiz says he may return to his home soon to volunteer again. And I want people to know that that we need help. In Oakland, Jeffrey Schaub, KCBS. The Awani, its very name invokes hotel luxury in a breathtaking natural setting. But the Yosemite landmark may have seen better days, as we hear from KCBS's Jim Taylor. It has been a four-diamond destination for decades. Presidents and royalty have stayed there. The queen might find it's fraying around the edges a bit these days. AAA knocking it down a notch. Just three diamonds from the premier hotel rating service. And as is its policy, AAA is not commenting. And neither hotel management nor its parent company returning our calls for comment. Aramark is saying it disagrees with the rating change, dismissing the downgrade as a reflection of AAA's rising standards, not a deteriorating quality of the Awani Hotel. And the place does remain very popular on sites like TripAdvisor. There really is nothing like the setting. The stately hotel nestled in the redwoods at the foot of Half Dome but there are reports of long waits for shuttles, declining service, and substandard cuisine for prices that range from $400 to $1,000 a night. Jim Taylor, KCBS. The new head of the group that runs most Bay Area ferry lines wants people to imagine a future where services connect many more cities on the water. KCBS reporter Holly Kwan has more. At San Francisco's ferry building, Jim Wonderman, the new head of the Water Emergency Transportation Authority, looks out at the boats serving Vallejo, Sausalito, Oakland, Alameda, and South San Francisco. He says it wouldn't be hard to extend that service to Berkeley, Martinez, Antioch, even Silicon Valley, tripling the three million riders they see now. A large part of the bay, especially in the south, is pretty shallow. And, you know, these ferries uh, that we use today really won't work there. So we're, we're actually experimenting with the notion of introducing hovercraft that uh, operate above the water. We took a group to Portsmouth, uh, England last year to check out their operation because they have a bay that's somewhat similar to ours and they use hovercraft there. And we're doing a study at WIDA on the efficacy of hovercraft. Which might be a bit more expensive than traditional ferries, but you don't need to build a dock, just a concrete boat launch. He also wants to boost frequency so people can count on ferries during the midday, not just during commute hours. At San Francisco's ferry terminal, Holly Kwan, KCBS. City of Palo Alto is considering leveling fines against teenagers who get caught vaping. KCBS's Matt Bigler reports from Palo Alto, where everyone from young people to city council members are voicing opposition to the idea. Teenage vaping has gone up an estimated 67% over the past year. I've tried it once, and I didn't really like it. Dante Black, a sophomore at Palo Alto High School, says he thinks his peers who do like it would probably keep vaping even if they could get fined. Just because 
I think that the kids who vape already know that they're not supposed to be doing it. And so I think that they have to want to not do it instead of having something that's like making them not do it. The city is considering fines for minors who get caught using e-cigarettes in public. One of the things you'd have to do first is find the teenager in order to find them. City Council Member Liz Niss tells KCBS a better approach is banning vaping products at retailers. Go to the source. Try, try that first because it's far easier to find the distributor than it is to find the user. The proposal is expected to go before council soon. At Palo Alto High School, Matt Bigler, KCBS. Subscribe to the All Local wherever you get your podcasts and stream us on your smart speaker 24-7 by saying, play KCBS Radio.